And so his seat neighbor teaches him the method of foot fisting to relax. <laughs> yes. I'm not wrong. You're not. No. You're about to engage in a conversation you know or care nothing about. To the Rewind Guys podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Andrews, joined by Mike Andrus. What's up? And Russell Andrews. <laughs> that was like the laziest one yet. <laughs> this week, we're talking about Die Hard. This is an action thriller rated R with a runtime of two hours and 12 minutes. Was released July 15th of 1988, filmed here in the U.S. Had a budget of $28 million and made $83 million in the box office. This movie stars Bruce Willis as John McClane, Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber, and was directed by John McTiernan. Okay, Russell, the rotation put the holiday movie pick up to you. And I, I kind of, I think I said that I wanted one that wasn't like your stereotypical holiday movie, and you chose Die Hard. Why did you choose Die Hard? Um, I couldn't really think of any Christmas movie that I like very much. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. And, you know, Bruce Willis, so. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong. I feel I mean, like. You probably could. He's, he has, he's had some real stinkers recently. Has he? I feel like he has. Because when I think of Bruce Willis, I think there's only like three movies that come to mind. Like, okay, if you think of Bruce Willis not pointing out any of the Die Hard movies, what comes to mind? Sixth Sense. Oh, I wasn't even thinking that one. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that one at all. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I feel like he's done a lot of really weird, like almost no-name action movies. Oh. I can't remember any of them. Because when I immediately when I think Bruce Willis, I think of Death Becomes Her. You guys probably don't I know. I don't know what that is. Okay. Okay, I think of Die Hard with a Vengeance, but well, it's going you, against you what I just said. That is going against what? what I just said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. But then other than that, I think I just picture him in, in Pulp Fiction. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Haven't we gone through this before? I, mate, probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. It, it, I I was, wasn't was sure who was going to end up with the holiday pick, So and because I wanted one that was like holiday, not holiday, I wanted... And so, you know, if you guys ever want to check it out, which you won't because it's an 80s movie. Um, but if you want to check it out, there's one called Night of the Comet. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Is it about the reindeer comet? No, not oh. at all. Actually, th- this, it's not like holiday at, at all, honestly. Uh, how is it a holiday movie? Yeah. It, it's obscurely holiday because I think it takes place during Christmas, but it's, it's sh- we're not here to talk about that. You're like, oh, for a holiday movie, I wanted to pick this one that has nothing to do with holidays. Well, I told you I wanted kind of like an obscure uh, one. The best type of holiday movie. (laughs) Hey, I think this one is only recently being recognized as a holiday movie. After watching it, that's bullshit. What? It takes place on Christmas (laughs) Eve. No, 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 no. The fact that it's only recently being recognized. Oh, Oh, I see. I'm on your side here. Oh, I see. I thought I thought you were going against me for a second. No, like they constantly are mentioning Christmas. There's the music. There's just it's the whole movie. Yeah, it's and definitely got the Christmas spirit. I mean, my favorite Christmas movie, you know, going with your idea of a holiday movie is like Forrest Gump, 
or is that a Christmas movie? Wait, no. how? I just, you know, Patrick was like, uh, <laughs> my favorite Christmas movie that you should have oh. picked isn't a Christmas movie. Uh, I see. This is, a, this is an attack yeah. on me. I got gotcha. you. Hey, yeah. wait. But uh, my, my, my favorite movie... Christmas movie is Grandma's Boy. <laughs> well, hey, my Christmas movie pick took place around Christmas, right? Like Forrest Gump could have worked at, at, at like New Year's. Didn't they celebrate New Year's in that movie? I don't know. Ooga Booga. It's a great holiday classic. Oh, yeah. That's for Valentine's Day, though. <laughs> Watch oh, it with the one God. you love. That's <laughs> so stupid. Okay, no. Uh, so, here's the thing, right? Um, I, apparently, have never seen this movie in its entirety before. At all. I, I think same. How? I don't know. I must have seen this movie a thousand times. I have no all idea because I it, also have seen it a thousand times, so I feel like it's edited versions, like shortened versions. <laughs> Made for TV kind of thing? Yeah. Edited mm. for content? Which, I don't know how right. to do that, because this movie is two hours and 12 minutes. This is a long-ass movie. What do you cut out to make it fit in a time slot on TV? Every scene involving an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes, there are a lot of air shafts, and, or air vents and elevator air shafts. <laughs> air shafts and elevator vents. <laughs> yes! They both probably exist, right? I mean, yeah, there's probably vents in an elevator shaft. <laughs> yes, yeah, I don't think they're called elevator vents. Uh, well, Maybe. Whatever. I don't know. Who I knows? don't know. But yeah, so uh, the I'm going to have... have to go somewhere. Yeah, well, do they? <laughs> do I feel they like go? they don't. Straight yeah. in my lungs. <laughs> oh. So I'm going to have fun talking about this one because here's the thing. Right? If we get there. Yeah, we, <laughs> we might. We might get there. Almost 10 minutes um, in. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Forget this movie. No, but here's the thing. Right? Okay, so um, I'm, I'm interested to get into this movie because... Let's face it, I'm pretty sure, even though it's an 80s movie, and you guys hate 80s movies, this is a good movie. There's it's almost 90s. Almost. It's close. Almost. Get in there. It's almost I mean, good. you would never know by the technology <laughs> used in this movie. It almost made I it. I know. <laughs> but, but, here's the thing, I, I guarantee none of us are going to give this anything less than a five. There's no way this is anything less than middle of the road Jam, for any just, of us. You just determined my rating. <laughs> But here's 4. the thing. 9. So yep, like, yep. so what I'm what I'm gonna try to do is I just want to pick apart all the shit that drove me nuts. Period. Period. I, I'll try to point out a couple things here and there. Like, oh yeah, okay, this is fine. But I hate this because, okay, because it's a good movie. It is a good movie. But there are some things. There are some things. So you guys ready? Yeah. All right. Let's get into this movie. Yippee ki motherfucker. The movie begins where this flight is touching down. <laughs> Do you oh live next God. to an airport? <laughs> yes. It's like I'm, it's like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, John McClane, who is a New York police officer, he, he's, he's a little tense. And so his seat neighbor teaches him <laughs> the method of foot fisting to relax. <laughs> yes. I'm not wrong. You're not. No, I'm not. He teaches them that hey, you know, I've been doing I've been doing this for years, nine years, and a professional foot fister. Professional foot fister, and this is how you relax, man. It beats a cup of coffee or a warm bath or whatever he said, and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. And Bruce Willis, in a very traditional policeman spirit, has to like flex nuts on him and like, well, I'm a cop for longer than you've been doing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, you know. So, it, I also want to point out, like, a sign of the times. I don't think even, I don't think off-duty police officers can carry on a plane nowadays. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, think I wouldn't, so. I mean, maybe, but I wouldn't think so. I don't even think on-duty police officers can carry on a plane nowadays. I don't know much about it, but I think uh, they have, 
they have air marshals, don't they? Yeah. yeah. They have air marshals, and I think the pilot can carry, or something like that. I don't know. I don't this either. isn't we but know if, about airports but podcast. What if the pirate. The pirate. <laughs> <laughs> what if there are plane pirates? <laughs> so like, what if the pirate? You know, <laughs> we're just gonna drop that whole thought right there. <laughs> And move on. So he gets off the plane. Oh, and he does something else immediately as a sign of the times. He lights a cigarette up right in the airport. Yeah. I did notice that right away. I was yeah. like, whoa. He's what like a smoking in, the, in the, uh, that sweet um, thing. Smoking <laughs> so, in the, the, you know, the, the long thing that carries people, the long black carriage. Tell me about the limo? Thank you. I think you can smoke <laughs> in a limo. No, can you? I mean, I guess it depends on where you you're renting the limo cabs. from. I couldn't think of limo. I couldn't think of yeah, limo. Yeah, but limos are not like cabs. Well, they're fancier. Yeah, exactly. You probably pay more to have the ability oh, to maybe. smoke them. Could you? Do you think like a rich person's a rich person's <laughs> going to get in there with a the pirate? <laughs> you're going to be smoking a cigar. I don't know, but okay. Let's get out of my next gripe. Uh, actually, foot fisting wasn't even a gripe. <laughs> I'm down with that. That was enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you do that to unwind and relax, for, for those who don't know. Now, let's talk, let's talk about why John's there. Russell, why is John there? Um, to, you know, he's trying to win his wife back, essentially, at the Christmas party at her new fancy, because she's like CEO or something, right? Yeah, she's, she's like, something big. They she's like, never really say. Right under the president, if you oh, know what I'm saying, yeah. uh-huh. of the company, not president of, like, the United States. Yeah. Of Nakatomi. Yes. Towers. And this Tower. is in Los Angeles? California. California Somewhere. sorts, yes. Yeah, because they yes. have to make that clear. Every time John McClane sees something, he's like, ugh, California. <laughs> I, I know. Person walks by, he's like, ugh, California, look at that guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that you mentioned it. He said that like four he times really, in the beginning. He really yeah. did. Hey, man, he's a long way from home. He just prefers New York. But yeah, so he goes to this party. And let me tell you something, man. Rich executive people know how to party. Really? Yeah. All 12 of them. The, he, <laughs> yes. Hey, there's like 35, man. They're like standing in the lobby. One guy snorting coke. Yes. There's there's Great other people party. getting busy in, in an office. Are one guy's doing cork. Cork? I said cork. He's doing cork. Cork. It's natural. <laughs> he's got like a cork out of like a wine bottle. Chopping up with a razor blade. <laughs> No, he just, no, he's just stuffing the whole cork in his nose. He's just plugging uh, it up like this is great. Okay, first of all, let's talk about the amount of people that, that are there. Uh, they said there's something like thirty or thirty-five, and that is perfectly fine because it's fucking Christmas Eve. They should be home. Dude, Why this, are people at a Christmas party? Must employ like two thousand people. That is and a huge. Thirty building. of them show up to the Christmas party. Y- yes. Are you kidding? Because the rest of them want to be with their family. It's Christmas Eve. We work at buildings that employ like a couple hundred people, and they're almost all there for Christmas parties. <laughs> yeah, but their Christmas parties are usually like weeks after Christmas, week before <sighs> Christmas. Nobody has a party on Christmas Eve. Yeah, maybe like, they did in the eighties. Oh, they have maybe. kids. What are yeah. they doing? Yeah, and that's funny because even in the beginning, when it's uh, the eighties, you just like, leave your kids home with a TV dinner. It <laughs> with a stereotypical, you know, wow. I've officially changed Mexican sides. maid. You know, where would I be without you, Paulina? See? Well. <laughs> See? I, I yes. Clean, I clean. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so horrible, but, you know, I guess that's life. <laughs> it's the 80s. <laughs> 80s life, man. It's I crazy. like how they had to slip the creepy, rapey 80s guy in oh, for the party. Oh, Ellis? Oh, God, the Coke Ellis. guy? Yeah. Yeah, Coke guy. I hate that guy so much. 
Every 80s movie has one. He's one. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Has a he's, coke guy. <laughs> every 80s movie has a rapey coke guy. Uh, he's one person I want to complain about, but it is it, that's a legit complaint. They made him well, yeah. Yeah. so that you would hate him. He's pretentious, obnoxious, and even, oh man, just to jump a little ahead, even when he's trying to like smooth things over with Hans Gruber, he's all like, I can do this for you, Bubby, it's me, come on. It's like yeah, I'm like, oh my well, God, just shoot this fucker. <laughs> just, <laughs> just end it now. That, yeah, that whole scene was just actually awful. That was really bad. But you know what? It got rid of him, so it had to be there. Had to be there. Good ending. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. Let's go back to the party. He's there. And um, again, to show how great of a party this is, he's not even there for like two seconds. He's getting kissed by guys. People are uh, running California. Up. I know, California. He meets the the head dude. The dude head. The dude head. Uh, I don't know his name. Russell, you know it because you know the song. Who's the guy? The, the main? Like the Japanese dude? Yeah, sure. I don't know his name. What? You know everything else. Hakoyami Chabuka. Chabuka? Lubu. That is racist. I don't know something like that. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, the main guy, the guy who like pretty much owns this company in the, is this it the building. Same name as the company. What's the company's name? What's the company's name? I don't know. The tower is Nakatomi just... Tower. Okay. So I think it's something about Nakatomi Industries or something. I don't know. Show him the watch. <clears throat> Later. Well, go on. Show him. What are you embarrassed? It's just a small token of appreciation for all our hard work. It's a Rolex. Yeah, it's just a little token of our appreciation. God, nothing, I hate that guy. Nothing fancy. <laughs> it's a Rolex. <laughs> I, oh, I know. I know. I hate that guy. It's not a big deal, though. Rolex, super expensive, but it wasn't that much. Fucking <laughs> really, really expensive. So was uh, he just trying to bang everything that moved? Or was he <laughs> yeah, because I think he was even hitting on the, the, the Asian guy. Was he? Yeah, man. He's like, mean, like nudging him. He's all high on coke and stuff. And you know, Yeah, I guess he was on groping coke. Groping him. You know, touching him. Oh, hold what? up. We what skipped we over one of the most annoying scenes. Ooh, I want to hear. The uh, touch screen. Oh, <laughs> yes, dude. Their computer interfaces are the shit. So, did literally nothing. Yeah, I didn't understand that neither. He, like, searched her name, and it's like, it. he searched it for no reason, because the guard still had to do everything. Yeah, I I thought it was like to see if he was on like a guest list or like a plus one for something. And Wasn't nothing. he just trying to see like where she was in the building? That's how what did, I thought. How did the thing know though? Uh, probably just told him where her office was. It's or future, Michael. <laughs> it's future. You know what I hate, and they do this future. later. What's that? Is that <laughs> I think they still do this in movies, which I think is weird, but especially in these older ones. Whenever someone breaks a computer or something, sparks? there's always sparks. Oh and yeah, fire shooting out of it. Yep. Your like, computers don't spark? No. <laughs> I mean, I have like, mine? you know, there have been times where like I've been mad or something and this oh. rip stuff out of my computer while it's on and it just doesn't do anything. No, actually, you know what? I, I, I will say this happened earlier this year and I flipped out. No sparks, unfortunately. Somebody was trying to jam a USB cord into a USB port. It wasn't going probably the wrong way or something. And they wedged it in there and smoke started <laughs> oh coming out of my computer. <laughs> so I run and unplug everything like super quick and, and rip the cord out. <laughs> Luckily enough, my computer was okay. God, that just reminds me of scary like, me and Dustin hanging out. And his computer would start acting up, but he'd just whip a half full two liter across the room at it and it would start working again. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, no, that was the only like incident I've ever encountered. And yeah, it's is pretty creepy. It's like, no, it's my only computer. Um but yeah, so uh Yeah. You see smoke coming from your computer, it's uh it's time to panic. Yes, exactly. 
And but going back to their computers though, uh, he did. He looked her name up twice. That's when he found out his she was going. He was going. She was going by her maiden name. Yeah. And he's like, oh, come on now, you know. Whatever. And then didn't it say she's on like the thirtieth floor? Yeah. Or something? And then even the the guards like, oh yeah, they're on the thirty first floor or whatever floor it was. He's like, they're having a Christmas party. It's like. Then what I the think, hell says the... I think he also says, like, they're the only ones here. Yes. It's like, bitch, why did he have to search it if the guard already knew? It's Dude. like, yeah, the only people here on the... I thought the same was thing. watching the game on the little tiny TV. Yeah. So he wasn't paying attention. I, whatever. It's just... It, I thought that was kind of stupid, too. Didn't understand it. It was just a kind of... I maybe think flex on their technology. Maybe it's for when the the company is busier and there's lots of people coming and going and he's helping somebody so they can look it up themselves. No, yeah. So... It's, it's fine. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Totally during the day, sense. during operation, when there's probably potentially thousands of people <laughs> to look up a name and, and have it be like the directory, like, oh, this is on such and such a floor in this office. Great. Even though you could just have a freaking map like most buildings have. Whatever. Uh, but even the guard says, it's like, oh, they're on this floor. They're the only ones here at a Christmas party. He didn't need a computer. John just wanted to use a touchscreen for the first time in his life. He didn't want to. The guy's like, oh, uh, computer. Plus... Why are we still talking about this? I don't know. <laughs> this has been going on for a while. Doesn't matter. Mike is just like... <laughs> it matters. I'm in the middle of this debate, and I don't know if I want to be in it. Mike is like, computers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he gets up there. We have a little mar- marital, like, whatever. Um, and, and this is when, like, the bad guys show up. This is when Hans, the... What did he refer to himself as? Like, a, an exquisite thief? It, uh... Something like that, because when they found out when they found out he was there for like uh, for the money or whatever, like oh, so you're just a thief? And he's like, I, I swear I th- that's I could like be wrong. Really, really late in the movie though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying. This, this is <laughs> I'm just saying. This is how he sees himself. He has, and this is important. I want to make this this known because he's an idiot. Okay, he's oh my god, he has this thought out. To like every detail, mm-hmm. no I has been left undotted, no T uncrossed. He is ready. They go in there. They open the truck. All these guys get out. You got his German friends. You got some hackers. You got surf ninjas. They're all there. <laughs> okay. Wasn't their van in that truck? Supposed to be, but how it did wasn't. they fit all the people? They didn't. That van did not exist in the beginning of the movie. Are you oh. sure? They showed one van go in there. What if two came in? You just didn't see it. Okay, yes. You Maybe could. One you van could. had people. One van had a van. <laughs> one baby van. <laughs> one okay, van first of all, that that, little, that <laughs> van was an ambulance, which was really cool, by the way. I like that. Um, but it was the same van. A van. How do you know? I read it. I read it. Oh, because they were both <laughs> had the same lettering on them? You've yes. never seen a fleet before? No, I read it. It was, uh, it was a movie mistake that the director caught after the first edit and it was already kind of like okayed and he's like well that happened because huh. the ending was changed I, I don't know what the original was and I don't know why they changed it but they decided to add the ambulance after the fact so they put it in there they brought it out they recorded it and then yeah they didn't even need the ambulance it was like actually it's a terrible no scene point yeah I I didn't un- I think that was to give the viewer an idea of how they planned on possibly escaping because even he said later on that the only way he can get away with this is if they thought he died because $600 million, they're going to go after him. (sighs) But yeah, this, I just, man, there's just so much I just hate about this movie. Actually, the more I'm talking (laughs) about it, uh, it, it, okay. 
whatever. So yeah, the ambulance was not there originally okay. because it was only yeah, the, okay. the, the people. And the ambulance shows up there uh, thereafter later on for their escape plan, but was foiled because of Argyle. Yeah, Terrible. which is kind of dumb, too, because he doesn't really know what's going on or no. who's involved or anything. So he just sees his ambulance and like, I'm going to fucking crash into it and beat well, the shit out of I mean, guy. he did see an ambulance come out of another truck. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just weird. But he did hear a little bit on the CB radio on in, in the limo. Because his limo had everything. Which, I want to point out, this is kind of weird. I think, I, think this, I know where you're going with this. Why everybody was on the same fucking frequency? Yeah. I, All the time. Doesn't matter. It Ooh. also was, um, we've talked about this before, where when something needs to happen, yes, or they need a moment, it just doesn't count. Yeah. So, like, why was Hans just not shit-talking them while he's having an emotional moment about his wife? Or, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they were, when they needed to have time alone on the radio channels they got time alone on the radio channels or he could have even pulled some bullshit like he did later on where like it could have been somebody else in his team where somebody else could have also been playing the cops like oh I'm in here too or whatever you know because then even if they didn't believe it maybe they would throw John McClane off to the cops too like oh who can we believe you know what I mean there's a lot of shit here there's a lot of shit even when he looked like he was changing frequencies to talk to other people, it seemed like they could still hear the police and John. None of that made sense to me. They had a whole plethora of radios to every yes. frequency. <laughs> to so every... when they heard something like, oh, that one. Yes. No. I, I, that, was, that was, yeah, that was driving me nuts. But whatever, man. Whatever. Also, like, why would you plan your elaborate heist? And use a CB radio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. 80s. Yeah, 80s. They didn't have any other technology. That was that was top notch technology. They're like, well, man, when we play when we when we played this all out, we need CBs. There's no other way to do this. This is this is what we need. This is gonna make us awesome. I guess I don't know. I, that's it's all about image. Apparently, they should have all had bag phones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bagpipes. <laughs> Communicating bagpipe code. <laughs> I don't know why it sounds like a trumpet, but that's how they. We're not very good. That's at how it. they fool you, dude. The best bagpipe ever. I would love to see this movie again, but instead of every time, every time they're walking, talking, it's just someone playing the bagpipe. Oh man, it's so good. It'd be a long, um, long two hours. But yeah, so, um, John McClane, I do, I do like a lot of the little details that kind of add to the realism of this, right? Like I liked because of the guy in the in the airplane that's like, dude, take your shoes and socks off, uh, crinkle your toes on the carpet, it calms you down. So he did that, which is why he had to fight this whole thing barefoot. I liked that. It added a, a nice touch of realism, which is needed when you have other scenes where this guy is just going balls to the wall with a machine gun. I don't know shit about guns, Mike. You can you can verify this a little bit, but. He never ran out of ammo. This guy was shooting. I did see him reload twice. He reloaded quite a few times. He had moments, yes. He, he had kept, moments. They kept showing him check his magazines, implying he was reloading. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like, actually saw a few scenes like that. Like There was one where like the bad guy on the MP5 slapped the charging handle for like no reason in the middle of conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, it's kind of like in the movies when they have to make it dramatic. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. like they're about to shoot someone and they wait a while and then they pull back the hammer. Yeah. It's like, why Why did you wait until now to do that? I, and now I just picture, I picture John McClane's like going crazy with the machine gun, take his clip out. Holy shit, how there's still stuff in here. Going more like, 
come on. It's like, it just never ends, you know? Yeah. Cause there, there are a few scenes cause I was watching. I know he, he changes clips a few times and I guess you could arguably say when it's cutting to view other things, maybe he's changing. <laughs> I mean like, but also like but, he only killed a few of those guys. Like he really didn't kill that many. Yeah, he did. I think there was only 12 of them total. Well, yeah. How many people have you killed? Not 12. <laughs> but like, I think at one point. I'm, I'm saying like. He, he was down to five toward the end. But hear me out, hear me out. What I'm saying is like they were all carrying like one or two magazines on them. Okay. So, and he was dumping mags. Like how many could he have actually had? True. Uh, yeah, True. I don't know. So it's like, it's right on with your argument. It's like he didn't have to reload action movie. Yeah. yeah. And you know or, what else? Oh my God. Everyone walking around like. <laughs> the gun straight up in the air, like yes. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. Who was the worst henchman? Anybody? Because I got one, and I'm sure it's got to be the worst. Is it Table Guy? Table Guy. Table Guy. Who's Table Guy? The one who gets shot in the dick while he's standing on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I not? Do you have like a director's cut? Did I not see this? <laughs> I wa- no, I watched your version because I was too lazy to get my DVD out. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. When did the guy get shot in the dick? When he's like. When you have the chance, kill him or yeah. whatever. You should kill people when you have the chance or whatever. And he's like, thanks for the advice. <laughs> <Yippee ki-yay>. oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Steve was under the table. I gotcha. All right. Table guy. I also like when he has Welcome the two back. bullets left and he fires them. He goes at the end. Yeah. Oh, that was another one that got me. Why? When he was in the vents and they were shooting holes in the oh, vents. Yeah. Why were the vent holes smoking? It's all dramatic. It was man. just the it's dust in the vent. Theatrical. Getting tossed around. I'll take oh, that. Actually, actually, yeah. That's actually like, that wasn't what they were going for, but I'll take it. <laughs> how, how come, um, I, I kind of attributed it to that his his wife beater, his tank top, got dirty. I actually like that. But it went from like bright Clorox white, like commercially huh? white, to, like, you know, to green. What well, dude, you should have seen some of the stuff dude, he was, was going through. But it's like it's, it is he like was all sweaty. No, he was in like those construction areas. There's dust that's everywhere. That's true, but it was like consistently like a whole different. Like it wasn't you like blotchy. You know what? Here, how about you go through all that? Tell me what color your tank top turns out at the end. I mean, it was like a nice, even, solid color. I'm buying it. I'm buying it the whole way through. Hmm. I <laughs> thought it got really dirty really fast. It did. Yes. But. I think like from one scene to the next, and maybe that's just like an uh, an editing error where they didn't kind of like you know, they're like, holy shit, this movie is now three hours. We need to take some, <laughs> we need to cut this down a little bit. And, and all those, those scenes, scenes were the show, yeah, show his shirt getting dirtier. <laughs> yes, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I also like that as long as he's running, he cannot get shot. Yes, always. Anybody who's standing is dead. But as long as he's running, it doesn't matter what machine gun, sniper rifle, who's shooting, how many people. As long as he's running, he is fine. If movies have taught us anything that when in danger, if you just run, it automatically sends bullets to the ground or the nearest fence. <laughs> that is how that works. Uh, and if you're standing still, actually, <laughs> I think you're still okay. You know, uh, uh, as long as you have a gun. I feel like as long oh, yeah. as you have a gun, nobody can shoot you even if you're standing still. As long as you're the good guy. God yes. is on your side. Yes. So, we get a lot of that in this movie. Not as bad as Commando. That was... Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was comparing this heavily to Commando as I watched it, and I, the whole time I kept thinking, like, yeah, this is better. Uh, yep. Oh, to sidetrack yep. a little bit, um, I was actually really surprised. Uh, the director of this movie, uh, he doesn't have a whole lot of uh, uh, movies under his belt as far as directed films, but he's got some good ones. He's got Predator, 
He's got uh, The Hunt for Red October, and oh man, there's like two other really good ones, but they're like solid action films. Um, so that's pretty cool. Apparently, I'm a fan of this. This is John McTiernan or whatever. I don't know. If you guys like action movies, check out his other stuff, which you won't ever. But. <laughs> I think I've heard his name before, but I just I don't know directors. Mm. I don't pay attention oh, to it he, much. He also did. Uh, perhaps you are familiar with a little film called Last Action Hero. No, actually, I have no idea <laughs> no. that is. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's really stupid. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, anyway, we, uh, it's a big old nope. All right. Anyway, pff, whatever. Moving so, on. Cut yeah. that part. Let's do this. Yeah, we're back. Uh, we get a lot. A lot of scenes in elevator shafts mm-hmm. and air vents. Uh, all the while, he's keeping communication with uh, Carl Winslow. Best character. Yes. I really do like his character a lot. Uh, played by Carl. Reginald Del Johnson. He's Carl. From, Carl Winslow. Carl. Family Matters, man. What? The cop. The officer he's communicating with. The sergeant. Alan. Yeah. Carl. Family matters, man. He's the dad. He's Carl Winslow. I don't know. The, what is that, dude? I he played an off. He, he played a he played a cop in that show too. I think this guy just is like typecast as like an officer. Apparently, oh, well, I don't yeah, know. I've never yeah, seen what that a show. Dick, by the way, what the the convenience store guy? Yeah, what? fucking like Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, eat some donuts, fucking cop or whatever. Right. I don't know. That guy's I mean, a jerk. People don't like cops. So keep it to yourself. Cop probably doesn't like you. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> that, that, that probably is yeah. true. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's, I don't know. I, I loved his character so good. And it, it, uh, his ending kind of was like, uh, ruined him for, a little bit for me. Yeah, but I think if you look at the ending, the way I look at the ending, it, it kind of saves it a little bit. I'll get into that later if I can remember. <laughs> so I mean, like, that's, uh, I don't know. We're probably going to disagree on that ending. Maybe we'll yeah. see. Okay, so yeah, so he's keeping tabs on the on the officer guy who who finally realizes after all John McClane's attempts to to get some sort of authorities there to you know realize what's going on. This guy finally shows up, radios in, shit finally hits the fan, and it's about damn time. Um, everybody just shows up. We're getting like news anchors, police, FBI. We get like a police semi. We get the the uh, principal of the local high schools there. <laughs> what? Are you just making sure we're paying attention at this point? No, and yes, <laughs> it's it's the guy from the Breakfast Club. Damn it! I can't make no jokes with you guys. Uh, Paul uh, Gleason. The only movies I've ever seen are the movies we do on this podcast. So you mess with the bull, you get the horns. I've never watched a movie. It's in my that life. guy, and he. I, I've never. We're the worst it? people for movie podcasts. What Damn have you it. done? Okay, well, fine, whatever. You guys will get there. You'll get there. He played the principal in in Breakfast Club, and I've only seen him in that movie and this movie. I honestly didn't even know he did anything else. You know what's sad? And what? Because I recognized him. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> well, good. But the thing is, like, I feel like this guy, almost like like uh, Reginald Bell Johnson playing the cop, because I've only seen him as a cop. He is kind of the same. He is the exact same person as he was in Breakfast Club. He's just this really like power tripping, obnoxious old white guy. Same guy, same guy. But yeah, so, he kind of shifts sides towards the end. He knows how to go with the winning team. Yes, he does. He's a dick too. There's a yeah. lot of people. I, I don't like him. I don't like the one FBI guy who was super obnoxious. I don't like uh, Ellis. I what, oh, what, what was the FBI guy's name? Johnson. Joe, yeah. Johnson I, and yeah, Johnson. I was gonna remember that. Yeah, because I was gonna say, oh yeah, Johnson. No, the, uh, I never finished up about the worst 
um, uh, uh, henchman. Oh. The blonde one. Yes. Long Carl. Carl's Jr. <laughs> that guy. Carl. I hated him. <laughs> Where's that from? Where's that oh, from? A lot of things. I think it's the one I'm thinking of is the llamas. Yeah. The Carl. Oh, yeah, that yeah. kills people. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. No, I, I hated him. I hated him so much. Which one? Now, is this the older brother? Like, yeah, yeah. The long haired one. Okay. Okay. I actually liked the way his younger brother died. That's morbid. No. <laughs> His death was really appealing. Why? Yeah. Why did he die? I can't remember. They kind of just were like wrestling, fighting, and they, oh, yeah, they, they, they slipped the and just kind of fell down oh, the stairs. Oh yeah, that's he right. Just, it's like he never got back up. <laughs> it's like it was the most like realistic, like uh, anticlimactic death in a movie ever. That's actually one thing I absolutely love about this movie is it's almost played realistic. Like if you watch it, it's like it's yeah, it's a little far fetched. Don't get me wrong. Were you just talking about how unrealistic it was <laughs> a moment ago? Like, I had to watch Russell. No, like, I like, need to see this reaction. I said, I said, no, but here's the thing. That's what kills this movie for me because, like, when, when it's, it's going, like, normally or whatever, it's believable, but it has these moments of, like, okay, bullshit, bullshit, stupid, dumb, hate it. Okay, hey, I'm on board. hey. hey. Point at me when you said dumb. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, but yeah, some so, scenes are like this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. But I mean, it was really stereotypical when the one guy wanted revenge on his brother, so he's like, "All right, no guns. Now we're gonna fight." And then of course yeah. he loses when he could have just shot him right there, right there. Thank you. He's like, "My gun is on your head." Thank Let's you. Battle. Why? I. You know, because <laughs> here's the thing I get. I, I get he wants revenge, and even if you're like that kind of person who's like, I want this to hurt, I want you to feel it, you deserve this for what you've done to me. Like, he could have, like, shot him in a kneecap from, like, over here, then got to him and, like, did whatever he wanted to, Whoa. but let's be <laughs> let's be super dramatic. I'm going to hold this to your head. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to give you a chance to survive. Why? Every movie is this way. That killed it for 80s, me. man. And that's true, too. Uh, another thing I hated is when there's all that gunfire on the roof, and there's that blonde guy who's up top on, like, this, I don't know. Is this older brother? Yes, this is older yeah. brother, long-haired blonde guy. And he's up there, and he's holding his rifle up like this, and he's walking like he's trying to be stealthy. There's so much gunfire. <laughs> really? You could Not just, only that, it's like if you're walking with your gun pointed straight up in the fucking sky, when you see your target, you got to start aiming after that. Yeah. Maybe, like... Put it to your shoulder and point it forward so you can actually fucking use it. I watched that scene. I'm like, this is just dumb. And I, I don't know. I, like, I had moments. I don't even understand. I guess it's like, you see, I what's weird is I see that in a lot of 80s movies where like they walk around all dramatically holding the gun pointed straight up. Yes. Yes. I don't know. In the I 80s, people didn't know. You they know just didn't know. <laughs> they didn't. They learned later on after many deaths. Um, how about, let's get back to the 80s and some good old fashioned C4. Thank you. Yes. Don't remember what the hell that other shit was, but we're back to the good no, stuff. No, the fucking Claymores from, uh... No, I was talking about that crap that they were using in the foreigner that you're, everyone's like, oh, you don't know this stuff? I'm like, hey, man, what happened to C4? Uh, Simtex? Yeah, Sim yeah Simtex. <laughs> Sim cards. Explosive expert over here. <laughs> Let me ask this, Mr. Explosive. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he kicks this chair and this monitor. Why the C4 exploded? I'm not 100% sure. Didn't he have a detonator? Did he? I thought he had detonators. Those, I don't know. I mean, those are blasting caps you put in it. But yeah, I. But all I, I seen was I kick the chair so down, and then it's just like it. it Maybe it, when it hit the 
ground it exploded. That's what I wanted to know. Well, one, would that happen? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no. And, and, no, didn't they do that in Mythbusters? Didn't they shoot C4 and, like, try to blow it up and yeah, stuff, but you I need to, so. like, detonate it properly or something? I don't Couldn't know. Yeah. Like, but what I, I thought was yeah, dumb. Yeah, they, they, they microwave that shit for, like, an hour. Yeah. I Holy think, crap, really? I think yeah. you need to have a specific way to detonate it. But what I thought was dumb is he's like, oh, no, things are getting bad. I better do something. Yes. save everybody so i'm going to just randomly blow up c4 and for some reason it blows up some of the bad guys but it doesn't blow up the hostages even though he had no way of aiming or no putting this in any direction at all this this is what i had a problem with okay because um i don't know where he is on what what like floor relative to the hostages but mm. my thought was I thought he was just trying to do it as like a diversion or or something I don't know and he kicks it down it looks like if and maybe I took it wrong but it looked like it blew up a lower level like they're on like the 30th floor or something yeah. and it looked like it blew up maybe like I don't know maybe fifth or sixth floor I guess that's what I was actually thinking was like fourth floor yeah so a couple questions one why were there people of of these bad guys on the the fourth floor whatever floor that was why did they die and secondly wouldn't the rest of the building have come down? That explosion looked massive as shit. Mm. Also, was that just like one brick of C4? Like, I'm sorry, but that was a big fucking explosion. I thought the same thing. I mean, I guess I'm not like going against the size of the explosion or <gasps> oh, I get how it. strong the building was. I just think it's weird that he didn't know exactly how big it was going to explode or where it was going to explode, and yet only the bad guys got hurt. Ah, I know how, yes. I know how that worked problem. out. I know how it worked out. How's that? So he was up on that floor. He saw the elevator going down. So he knew the elevator stopped on the floor uh, where the bad guys were. So if the C4 uh, hit the elevator, it'd be on the right floor. So yeah. I guess that makes sense. So okay. They at least have that. I mean, I guess if it's, he knows it's a big fucking explosion, it's going to take the whole floor. I don't know, man. I just, I'm, I'm looking at how, how big that was. I'm like, you have. There's a chance it's like that dude stopped to go to the bathroom on hostage floor and everyone just dies. <laughs> I know. But no, like, like, seriously, I'm watching this, this whole level just like. It just gets demolished. I'm like, there. Are, I don't even know how tall this building is, but there's a lot of floors above this. And I'm like, he is lucky as shit the whole building just didn't topple down. Mm, I don't know. I guess I think buildings are stronger than that little C4. Maybe. When they, when they demolish buildings, they got to put, like, huge amounts of explosives on certain parts. I No, no. I, I, I agree. I agree. But if you watch an explosion, mm, I get it was a little brick, yeah. but it looked huge. It I, think, looked I think it made huge. a big fireball. Probably hurts people. Probably doesn't hurt buildings. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know much about explosions. Okay, anyway, doesn't matter. Okay? We're moving We're moving past this. We're moving on. Mike could probably talk about this forever. No. <laughs> okay. No. So, no, um, I clean. So, they, they take care of this. Let's see. The feds are coming in. Um, They're, okay, yeah, this ends up being, this, this is what I'm kind of annoyed with, right? This is what I'm annoyed with. This is when, what's his face? They, everybody finds out that they're in it for the money, which, of course, why else would they be there? Right, I mean, come on, for the the for Anna w war crimes or whatever they're okay. mad about. Two things here, two things here. Right, okay, okay. He wanted the the, the stuff for the safe. Why didn't one the the main guy just let him take the shit? You mean to tell me none of that is insured? None of it's insured. He can't get it back. I don't know much about these bonds things or whatever the fuck he was stealing, but it seems like I would be like, hey man, just take whatever you want. What would you care? Maybe he had some illegal stuff in there. Maybe he really didn't have the codes to the safe. Yeah, he did say he didn't have them. Mm. Maybe because it was so much money, he had like half of the code and somebody else, you know, had the other half. Yeah, and there's that like way seven it's like layers, a safety. wasn't there? Yeah, there like were. Dip. 
So maybe he knew how to do some of it, but he needed somebody else or multiple people to get in there. Yeah, I guess. For safety. I was just, just a little annoyed occasion. by that, but I'll, I'll I'll take that back. You're right. Okay, fine. Because he did act like he didn't know. Fine, fair enough. I just thought it was like one of those things <clears> it's like, <throat> no, I'm not going to give it to you. You just assume he's lying? Yeah. You just assume everybody's lying. just yeah. like Hans. Hans yeah. assumed he was lying and you saw what happened. <laughs> yeah. I did uh, like later when Hans had to put on his American accent. Was, oh. I just thought that was funny for some yeah. reason. No, I, I, that was I mean, pretty it was good. good. awful, though. I very, liked it. Very clever, yeah. by the way. Because when he, the funny part is when he jumped down and he started this his American accent, he's like, oh, thank God. I'm like, I got mad. It, I was like, is this Hans's brother? <laughs> I have <laughs> no Fra- joke. It's Franz. <laughs> Hans and Franz. Dude, I was legitimately kind of confused and then I realized what was going on. I was legitimately mad. I was, I like, was at first. I was like, what the fuck? Didn't he see this fucker early on? But I realized he only saw um, the hand with the gun. Yeah, he didn't actually see his face, I don't think. No, and he didn't see him at all. I actually went back and looked. I'm pretty sure he didn't see anything. I, I was getting kind of mad at John at first because I legitimately thought he gave him the gun and was buying his bullshit. Oh, I, I knew when he like checked it that he did something. Well, that, that I kind of figured at that point. I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm thinking he knows. But when this guy's talking, like his American accent was funny, but like yeah. you can tell. And he's been talking to him on the radio. Yeah. Plus, he uh, on the phone earlier mentioned something about how like they're nicely dressed. They have like, you know, oh, uh, yeah. foreign clothes and stuff. And he didn't like. He changed his accent, but he couldn't change his appearance. Yeah, but pretty pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty quick. I like that a lot. Because this is a scene, especially when they're on this floor and they're going after him and he realizes, because this is when he realizes he's oh, barefoot. I have a question about that scene, though. Oh, what? Before we continue. He gave him a name. It was Bill Clay. Yes. What significance did that have? He looked up at the sign and saw uh, William Clay was there, so the person existed. Yeah. Well, because I think it was to validate that it was... He was legitly a person maybe that was there because he, he doesn't know all the people. He just got there. Yeah. I mean, John doesn't know anybody. So if he said, you know, Bill Clay and he looked and I don't maybe seen the name or something, or maybe he just picked it out of a hex. It's like, well, I, was just, I was just curious because obviously he knew he was faking it. So I don't know what, why that was important. Maybe it was just to show the intelligence and the the wit of the, yeah. of, oh, the, detective of, the work. of the, well, I don't even think that. I think maybe of uh, Hans. Yeah. I think Hans purposely chose the name of somebody who worked in the building right. to try to fool him. I don't care how intelligent this Hans guy seems. It seems like, to me, he brought one detonator and he needs it to carry out this entire plan. I that don't was know. was really expensive. I was just going to say, <laughs> I don't know much about what was all involved. And in, I mean, some of this equipment looked big and crazy, like that drill thing on that safe. Yeah, like, they had like four rocket launchers. Yeah. Is is nuts, and he's just like, well, crap. We spent the budget on everything else. We only have enough for one detonator. That is like the biggest part of your plan, and you have one that you're giving to one guy. For somebody who's trying to be like this exquisite or whatever the hell like thief he was supposed to be, it seems like you would have had a little bit of a backup with that. Maybe he had a previous team where everyone had detonators, and it just didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's, why he, that's why he has a new team. I, I don't know. I guess it's a possibility. It's a possibility. But that, that drove me nuts because everything was foiled because... John got the detonator. We need this detonator. We have to get this detonator. Nothing else can go forward without this detonator. Like, he should have just really? detonated it. He should have <laughs> yeah. been like, they have the explosives with them. Boop. Yeah. Done. Oh, man. But yeah, I, was just, <laughs> I was just driving me nuts. I, I do like, because it makes a lot of sense. And I, know, I think John was yelling, getting kind of pissed off, but he was up on top of the, of the building, and he was trying to get the people to go back in because he knew that they were going to, you know, detonate and explode like the whole top of the building kill the people and then the, the choppers and shit um i like that because he's he can't get the people to go so he shoots the gun in the air 
to scare them yeah. back down. And I like how these these feds don't know, so they're shooting at John because they think he's one of the terrorists. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. That was but pretty he good. runs, so yes. the bullets are always right on his heels. Y- yes, because, you know, angles. Think of angles. You can't move fast enough. <laughs> it's angles and distance. Yeah, you know, all those other kids with the pumped-up <laughs> kicks got to run faster oh. than the bullets. His oh PF flyers, my friend. Uh, yeah, He was barefoot, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. Shit. Whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, it, it, that, that never makes sense because, you know, the thing is they should be able to move their gun like an inch. Yeah. And it should catch up with him. It, it's, it never makes sense. It's so dumb. But that's an action movie. And you know what? That has to be accepted in these worlds, uh, especially in the 80s, especially in like, the 80s. I feel like most people do accept that and have no problem with it. Yeah, it just has the excitement. I think most people just don't even think about it and ignore it subconsciously. Yeah, I think they do. <laughs> I think I think we've been like almost like desensitized yeah. to it, you know? Most Which, Americans believe they can dodge bullets by running at a light sprint. <laughs> yeah, at a light sprint, yes, exactly. Yeah. A, a mild jog. Which is funny because he had no problem running and walking away at this point, even though like two seconds ago he's like limping hardcore. Um, adrenaline. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. You son of a bitch. I knew it. Yeah, I guess. For everything, adrenaline. Maybe. Uh, then there's the fire hose scene. Yeah, swinging off the building, and you know, I like that. Yeah, I mean, one of those things where it's like you can't really dispute it because I mean it could happen. Yeah, I don't know. They did that twice. They had that same gimmick twice in this movie. What? When? Yeah, I guess they kind of did. They do. They do. When he uses his first machine gun, like the little oh, strap, yeah. and he does the exact same shit, basically. I was looking at like, that's a thin-ass fucking stock on that gun. I'm just it's, curious if it could hold the weight of a person. Yeah, and he's not, he's not a small guy, neither. I, no. I gotta say, he just put a lot of a lot of faith in that little strap and those <laughs> little plastic clips <laughs> yes, on it and I stuff. Yes, I know. You know? Yeah. yeah, he did. But it worked out, so we're okay. It, yeah. I mean, the, did it? He technically, it technically did go. Yeah, the gun held though. I mean, True. the strap is eventually just like, all right, we're done here. <laughs> yeah, the uh, there's a lot we did miss. Uh, we're not going to be able to cover everything. This it's is a long, long ass long movie. movie. Oh, man. Yes, yes. In fact, actually, I was very surprised when I went to uh, to check this movie out. I'm like, holy shit, it's over two hours, over two hours. Thank you, Russell. Of nonstop action, kind of, honestly. And uh, so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that goes on, but they, they find out that Holly's there, who is John's wife. There's this huge thing at the end where, it, dramatic. This Actually, yeah. that's the thing. It, it is dramatic. It's over the top. It still oh. holds on to a level of realism, though. With the roof scene after, uh, you know, Blondie number two fights John. Okay, yeah. Is that Carl? Yeah, Carl's Jr. Okay. <laughs> okay, so after Carl's Jr. loses to John and he gets hung by the chain... Yeah, okay. I love this. I love this. Okay, so like this man, he gets hung by the chain. He's flung over there. Now he's hanging there, and John goes upstairs. Yes. The whole scene on the roof happens. Uh-huh. People come back down, and every single person's like, oh, look at that guy. Yeah, he's been dangling there a good 10, 15, How shit, the 20 fuck minutes. does he come back at the end? I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, I'm like, really? This had to happen? Like, yeah. come on. That's why I didn't like uh, what happened with the uh, sergeant's character. So, oh, oh, yes. Oh, no, you got to look at it this way. Got to look at it this way. I love this. Okay, l- let me let me get there, though, okay? So so uh, Hans Gruber is, is holding uh, the wife hostage. He's by a window, of course. John has two shots left. That's all he needs. He grabs the gun on his back after laughing hysterically. 
Great scene. I think even the wife at one point is like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so he grabs uh, what's it. Like Rickman's uh, like confusion leading into a slow laugh was yeah. really good. I like that a lot. The whole scene was, it was kind of strange, but it was pretty funny. Speaking of good acting, the previous scene with the uh, fire hose. Yes. Like the weird like desperation am I like a live face that John made after he got like the hose yeah. off of him. Like that look of like Okay, I'm still alive. No, like, he he was like I think throughout the whole movie was really convincing. That was actually pretty good. And I also love because this move, these movies rather, and the Lethal Weapons do it too, where they actually get beat the shit up. I hate movies where people are getting like you know, like really pounded on, and like <laughs> they walk away with like a scratch, which like, is uh, perfectly uh, healed oh, an hour later. Movie, uh, oh, uh, Commando. <laughs> yes, but yeah. So I, I I like I like that. I love when people get beat up. <laughs> I love when people get beat up. Sick. <laughs> I love it. Let's get to. Can we talk about the strength of the Rolex? Can hold a grown man up. I'm impressed. I believe it. it's no, a Rolex. It better for what you're paying yeah, for. I mean, that's, that's where the that's where the value comes that in. That right? gun strap held him. This is like a metal watch. I would thing. like to think though, if we're talking real. <laughs> I'm just rambling on over here. Ignore me. I would like to think that for realism, though, if 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 he was really holding onto this Rolex to keep you know from falling, it would have been digging into her skin yeah. really hard. There's never been like yeah. some blood also, or with something. That type of pressure wouldn't have, like been nearly impossible to undo the latch. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Uh, so they undo the Rolex. Hans falls. Everything's great. Best line in the movie comes up. What is it? I really hope that's not a hostage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, look at the ending this way, right? So we are told previously about the story uh, uh, of Al, Alan, what's his name? Alan. Alan, okay. He, um, he is working the desk now. He's not, he's not on the streets anymore as a cop. He works the desk because he had an incident where he yeah. accidentally shot uh, a 13-year-old boy. And uh, it was dark. He had a ray gun. looked pretty damn real. So he did what he had to do. And so he ever thought since that ray gun was a real ray gun. He's like, fuck. <laughs> yes. We just got regular bullets. <laughs> you can't go up against lasers. So yeah. Going so, to disintegrate his ass. So <laughs> here, here's how the ending works, right? So it's kind of like his his shining moment. He has never drawn his gun since, which is weird. He still carries one. But okay, whatever. Probably He's has to. Never drawn his gun since. But at the end, when the second the coming zombie? of Hans yeah. comes back. <laughs> you know, I, I don't understand that this Hans guy... Hans back, it's like, I've realized it's my problems. I'm not I'm Jesus now. <laughs> I mean, I, it's a really good thing this guy has been working on his neck because he was hanging by that bad boy for like 20 minutes. Yeah, dude, he got super neck muscles. He was pretending to be dead to wait for his time to strike. Yeah, maybe. You know? Uh, so, he comes out getting ready to shoot John. And you don't know it yet, even though you know it. Yeah, you know uh, L pulls his pistol, and he wastes this guy. But what you need to realize, what they find out later, is Hans Jr., Hans Carl Jr., whatever, no, Hans, not Hans, it's Carl, it's Carl Jr., Hans Carl Jr. <laughs> I'm getting names mixed up. Hans John Carl's Allen's Jr. Okay, Jr. yes, what he... What he learns later on is Carl's Jr. was only 13 years old. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. That's uh, how you got to look at those it. European guys always look older. You they know? really do. Yes. So that really fucks up <sighs> Alan's life thereafter. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. That, that ray gun was so real looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Argyle shows up. 
Uh, they they leave the scene, which to me seems like I don't I don't think you could. Yeah, it, that's always in every action movie. It's like we just killed eighty people. Everything's blown up. I'm going home. Yeah, they're like, with no. him. Like well, John Argyle? cleared him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, John could be. It, it doesn't matter. It seems like there'd be a lot of questioning and paperwork and so much to do. Yeah. But he's just like they'd go to the limo. hospital. They yeah. would, like, check them out. All this stuff would happen. They need, like but... an AIDS test. Did you see their makeout scene after? <laughs> <laughs> oh like, my god! He was covered in blood, and she just basically licked his face. Like, oh man, it's hot man. The days before Kinky. social distancing, right? <laughs> That's what I thought when they're having the Christmas party. I was hanging out. I'm like, wow, that looks like fun. <laughs> Yes. people hanging out. That's why there's only 35, though. They had to be under that 50 people limit. Oh, that's See, right. That's right. I was like multiple people in one room. Like, yeah. nobody's wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, people are having fun, living their life. Yeah, weird. Different time in the 80s, man. Different time. Uh, yeah, fucking medieval Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> Let it snow. Comes over the speakers. Credits. They ride off into the sunset with Argyle. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. Are you glad you picked this movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into final thoughts and ratings. Mike. Ooh, I get to go first? You do get to go first. I feel like it's been a while since you went first. I have not gone first in a long time. What did you think about Die Hard? It's a great movie. I, I seriously feel like I've never seen the whole thing, even though I've watched it a ton of times. It's a solid 4.9. <laughs> oh, 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 seriously? No, no, oh, I'm gonna give I was gonna this say, like. Geez. I'll give it a seven and a half. I think it's a great movie. Okay, I'll give you seven and a half. All right, centimeters. Uh, typically, uh, <laughs> <laughs> typically, uh, I, I prefer the person who picked it to go last. But I want the person to go, who pick it. Per- person to pick it. Uh, the person. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the person who picks it to go last. But I, I want to go last this time. I feel like I have probably the most I want to say about this stupid movie. And Russell, so what do you have to say about Die Hard? Um, you know, it lived up to its name. You want it to be over, but it just died hard. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. You know, about now we're in. I'm like, let's go. But no, I like the movie. Um, I think we should do the other three. <coughs> There's like six. What? There are a lot of them. Yeah. No, I would I actually have four. Did I they make number five? I think they made more. I would actually like to compare this to Lethal Weapons because they're both really good. I don't think I've seen the Lethal Weapons. <gasps> I also don't think I've seen Lethal Weapon. Interesting. Okay, well, maybe maybe, maybe next season. Maybe <coughs> next season. Okay, Russell, come on. Continue. Continue. Okay. Sorry. Um, good movie. You know, obviously a lot of issues that every action movie seems to have. But yeah, I mean, I think I think I'm gonna stick around where Mike is and say about a seven. Ooh, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Oh, interesting. Okay, so let me talk about the stupid movie. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, I can see why it's picking up traction for being a Christmas movie. I'm actually on uh, on side with Mike here of why it's taking so long because this is legit a Christmas movie. It is. Uh, it's not one for the whole family, of course. Uh, you know, you got violence, you got blood. There's extreme brief nudity and some suggestive scenes, but nothing that bad. Um, so what every family needs. Yeah, yeah. Just so some I, boobies. So I think that's maybe why it's not super Christmassy. Um, what, but, you saying boobies aren't Christmassy? Oh, it depends if like those stupid Rudolph boobs that people do. Rough boobs? Rudolph. <laughs> them, them rough boobs. You never seen those stupid Rudolph boobs or whatever? No. We're like, <laughs> You're no. Oh my God. Dude, Why are you checking out reindeer like that, bro? No, this was, this was like a thing like a year or two ago. Isn't Rudolph a dude? We're like, <laughs> I don't know. still have boobs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, okay, let me get a little sidetrack here. They, they, they've been doing this thing where like women like flop out a boob on their, their sweaters 
and they dress uh, it to look like Rudolph. Oh, I, I have not, seen that. I've not I seen I that. Well, you, you are missing out. You know, Apparently. Actually, it's, it's really stupid looking. It's like I want to like it, but it just, I just can't. <laughs> Um, no. You still, you know, you still turn and stare at it as you walk by. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I love that part. It is a thing. Like, there Twice. Are, yeah, I know. There are some realistic moments in this movie because it's like, it seems kind of comical. His life is in danger, but as he's walking by that nudie picture, he still looks. I think people would. It's a thing. Like, like 90% of this movie, I think, really is truly played off kind of in an action movie way, yeah. realistic. There's some over-the-top moments, of course, and, and like some things where they, they could have definitely done better. A couple of minor flaws, but all in all, I love this movie. I've never seen this movie before in its entirety. I've only seen bits and pieces. This is a really good movie. Uh, yes, it is two hours and 12 minutes. It's a very long movie. However, uh, I watched it in installments because I had a lot going on this week. So I watched <laughs> half an hour one time. Did not seem like a half an hour. Half an hour a second time also did not seem like a half an hour. And then when I watched last hour and and like 12 minutes or whatever, it they went by pretty quick. So even for being a long movie, it doesn't seem like it's a super long movie. Yeah, I know. When you watch it at, you know, like two times speed, it seems even less. <laughs> I love how you watch certain movies at two times speed. I mean, that cracks me up. The weird thing is once you're like half through, you don't even notice anymore. That you get so, so used to it. And it's just so weird. seems normal. Do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. I feel like I need to start doing that, but I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I feel like in certain movies, don't you lose out on comedic timing? No, like I said, it just your brain just puts it together. Uh, it's fine. Don't even notice. Okay, so I'm gonna give this movie eight point five. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I actually, I really did like this. There, I, I, I purposefully, like I told you guys, wanted to point out the things I hated about it because it's, it's a good movie. We could have probably talked about all the good scenes like for a long time, but yeah, I, I feel I, like a lot of your points on that eight point five come from. It just being an 80s movie automatically gets well, yeah, extra points. Eights for 80. <laughs> you know, eight points for 80s movie, and then five points because it was a good movie. Point five points. <laughs> I don't you know numbers, 13 out of 10. decimals, math. Hey, just forget it. That brings us to the end of this week's episode, you guys. Thanks so much for spending your Christmas here with us. We hope you had a good time. And remember, this show is 100% listener supported. So if you like the show, consider subscribing. We'll be back after the new year with season three. Have a happy and safe holiday from the Rewind Guys. We are tied up here. One to one. Mike, it is now still oh. on to you. Hey, stop trying to cheat. Oh. <laughs> you probably couldn't read my right hand. It's like chicken scratches. In Home Alone. Oh, no. Where does Kevin's family go for Christmas? Is it Berlin, Germany? Paris, France, New York City, or Los Angeles.